I'm Mickey Fisher and welcome to the Village Crazy Lady. People are talking to me um, and they are not physically in this room. So <laughs> just strap in for that. Can't call me crazy because I said it first. Whoever's trying to come through, whatever messages need to come through, like just bring it on. Let's do it. Crazy, 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 the Village Crazy Lady podcast. Hey gorgeous legends, welcome to another episode of The Village Crazy Lady. We are talking all about manifestation. I know that's like a very hot topic. Everyone wants to know how to manifest because everyone wants a Range Rover, everyone wants a yacht in their front yard. We all want the like six-figure lifestyle that all the like gals on Instagram tell us that we can have as well if we just manifest harder. But let's talk about what it really means because I've definitely been on the manifestation journey. I've definitely done the whole like fucking holding my body tightly and wishing to the gods above that, you know, like $100,000 will land in my account tomorrow so long as I think it properly. I've read the book, The Secret. I've listened to the documentary. I've done all of the things. I've imagined myself in my Range Rover and like, I'm like, if I imagine hard enough, if I imagine myself accelerating the car, then tomorrow it will just drop on my doorstep. It reminds me when I was younger, obviously I grew up very religious and prayer was very similar to that. We were told in the church that, you know, if you needed something, if you wanted something, all you had to do was ask God, Jesus, whoever, for it and you would get it. So as a kid, my version of manifesting was like just praying for, you know, like a new pair of Etnies or what else was cool at the time, like a Roxy t-shirt or something. I was like, God, if I just ask God, then surely mum will get it for me. But the things that I've learned about manifesting is that there's so much more to it than I guess that like Instagram fucking, you know, pitch that we've been told or that whole concept is like girl boss. All you have to do is just like sit in a bath with the right types of bath salts and rub your clit anti-clockwise and imagine driving a new Range Rover and then, you know, that's it. Like you'll somehow connect to the spiritual whatever and like you deserve it and you've, I don't know, whatever the fucking code is. The amount of lotto tickets that I have bought going, like I'm manifesting it, I'm imagining this into my life and I'm like, what's the fucking point of being a psychic anyway if I can't even win the lotto? We really have to think about the bigger picture. That's one thing that I've really been told a lot and shown a lot and learned a lot when it comes to manifesting because I think we are such self-centered humans, of course we are, and when we're manifesting, all we're thinking about is things. We're in a capitalist world, in a capitalist society, we relate things to success it's a lot more than that. So let's sort of break it down a little bit and let's talk about the things that we can consider when manifesting. So the first thing that we need to consider when we're manifesting, you know so little. I know I say this all the time, but we know so, so little. So when we're like hell-bent on manifesting and controlling our life to the absolute detail, we're writing this like detailed list of like, this is the job that I want. This is how much money I'm going to be making in that job. This is the car that I want and the house that I want and where I want to live and blah, 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 blah. And we're like, this is what my life will be. And spirits up there like mate, you are missing out on so fucking much. You have like reduced your life and what you want and what you can possibly achieve into this teeny tiny little list. Whereas they're looking at it and they can see a completely different path. They can see a completely different life. When we're too focused on the details of what we want and we're so fucking hell bent on those things coming into our life, 
we're cutting ourselves off from something that we can't even think up yet. Because as I said, like they see so much more than we do. And I used to like sit there with my detailed list every new moon, every like, and that's not to say don't write lists because I still do it. But I just do it in a different way. Instead of focusing on like, I want this specific job and I want it to look like this and it's going to be blah, 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 blah. It's like, I want more freedom in my work. Instead of it being like, I, you know, we need a new house. I want it to be by the water. It's going to be McMansion. It's going to have like a fucking super yacht sitting out the front. That is it. I manifest that for two months time. It's like, I want to feel more financially free. I want to live somewhere where I can see the water. I want to live somewhere where, you know, we've got a bigger block of land and so the kids can play or because I think when we're like so focused on the details, again, we're actually cutting ourselves off to so much when really it's like more about the feeling. How do you want to feel? I've been manifesting a new car for like fucking six years now and I can tell you it hasn't come along yet. But it's also because I don't really... Like it's just so far down on the list of shit. And I think we also are so obsessed with just things. We're so obsessed with manifesting things when really like you get the thing and it might feel pretty nice for a while, but it's the feeling of something. Like, you know, if you can feel freedom in your work, if you can feel peace in a situation, if you can feel joy living in a place that, you know, makes you feel so happy and joyful and free and all those sorts of things over the details of the fact that you know the house is twice the size as your old house or like where it is and what people think about it or you know the fact that you're driving a new fancy car or whatever like what is the feeling as opposed to the thing another thing to consider manifestation requires action and effort you can't like sit on the couch all day just spending your time thinking about all the shit that you want and imagining all the things that you want and just expecting them to like drop into your lap. Getting clear on goals that you want to achieve is super powerful because it doesn't mean that the universe will like pop a new car in your driveway because you manifested it with the full moon the day before. But there is absolutely so much power in becoming clear on what it is that you want to achieve. Once you have these goals, you can start moving towards them. Spirit can absolutely help you, but it's a team effort. It's like not a one-sided thing. You can't sit on your ass and then fucking just like, you know, write a list to Spirit and be like, do your best. Because they're going to be like, well, I'm not on the fucking ground working with my legs. I'm not down there doing the groundwork. That's on you. It's more like a goals list almost. And Spirit can help you reach those goals. And again, that's like also another good reminder to really think about focus more on the feeling how do you want to feel that's where I really started with manifesting and where manifesting really became more powerful for me because instead of like writing this list of shit that I wanted I started to go how do I want to feel and can I then like release control and surrender to allowing spirit to sort of like because they can see more, there's, <laughs> they can do a lot more than I can, then they can bring that into my life. And it's sort of like this co-creation. I had this moment one time when one of my kids was like trying to touch a hot pan or something. A hot, they were trying to do something and I was saying to them, don't, that's really hot. And they were young. And they said, how do you know? And I go, just trust me. I've been on this earth a lot longer than you. I know some things that you don't. And I remember spirit like literally being so fucking smug in my head 
because there was this moment of them going, do you get it? I started to see my relationship with, you know, my spirit guides and, you know, my higher self and all that kind of stuff as this relationship that was similar to me and my children, where if they tell me that they want something, I'm then aware of it and I can help them make it happen. If they want to, you know, do really well in soccer or they like dream of being a ballerina or, you know, all of these sorts of things or they want a certain birthday party, I can sit there and I can make it happen because I know about it and I want the best for them and I want to help them do that. Doesn't mean if they come to me and they're like, you know, they want something that I know isn't for, you know, their best and highest good because as me as a parent, maybe it's like... I don't know, maybe they they want something completely outrageous. And I'm like, you know, that's not going to be beneficial for you as a person. It's not going to help me if we spoil the shit out of them. They're not going to learn anything. They're not going to like become, you know, extremely better people because we just hand them every single little tiny thing that they ask for. Imagine if spirit just like fucking literally if you sat there and went, I want a Gucci bag, I want this, I want that. And then it like rocks up at your doorstep. How are you improving as a person? How are you going to work hard? How are you going to learn about yourself? How are you going to realize that you're resilient? How are you going to realize that you are so capable of learning things and achieving things if you're handed every single fucking thing, just like children? So I feel like the relationship with like spirit and us is so similar to us with our kids. We see more. We've been here longer. We can help them out. We want to make their dreams come true. We can see more for them and it's the similar relationship. So that's how I start to think about it. I'm like, okay, you as spirits who have been along longer, who can see a lot more than I can. And like, you know, like imagine if your kids were like, pick me up here, drop me off here. I want to go here. I want to go. And you were like, yes, yes, yes. I'll stop. You know, imagine you're like, that's not going to make you a good person. Go get a job. (laughs) In their heads, they're like, I can't believe, you know, you're making me get a job and work and like all that kind of stuff. But you as the parent who's been here longer goes, this is going to help you. This is going to make you a better person. I'm doing this for your own good. Another thing to consider, there's only four things that I've written here to consider, guys, so we're almost there. Is there a reason you don't feel worthy of receiving? Now, this is a really, really big one. This like relationship with receiving, relationships with money, you know, a lot of us have like these really tumultuous relationships with money. I know I did especially like a little bit of a story time, but my dad was quite a major... (laughs) criminal and stole 30 plus million dollars. That was a big thing when I was a kid, obviously, very major. He was a lawyer, he still is, and he stole a lot and a lot and a lot of money. And he went to jail for two years. I always had a very obviously bad relationship with money because I saw money as I thought if I had lots of money, I was bad. If I had money, I felt because he was my dad, what if I could be like that too? What if I was a bad person just like he was deep down and, you know, I could all of that kind of thing. So I had a very, very, very bad relationship with money. I then grew up with a single mum who had four kids, so we didn't have a lot of money either. I never felt worthy of receiving I never felt like I could be trusted with money. As soon as I had it, my instant reaction was to give it away. I remember my grandfather saying to me, Michaela, you have to stop giving money away to charity. You are a charity. Like you are literally a charity right now. You're a poor uni student who is earning $300 a week and living out of home. Stop giving your money away. You're a charity. 
But my thing was like, it's like I was righting the wrongs because I was like, oh my God, there's no way that I can have it. I just have to give it away. When I had my first daughter, I really realized I had to change my stories around money because I'm like, money is important. If money is in the hands of the right people, we can do a lot of good with it. And that's how I really see it. It's like, that's why, you know, I'm really passionate about putting back in the hands of women. Then we're able to get out of relationships that we don't want to be in. We're able to look after our children better. We're able to support everyone more because the way I saw it was if I did have that money, I could then use it to do a lot of good. And that's what really started to shift my relationship with money. One, I did a lot of like energetic work, you know, found where the blockages were, the narrative that I'd been telling myself, that relationship. Like for me, I really had to convince myself that I wasn't my dad and really assure myself that we are very, very, very different people. And the fact that I was so worried about being him was very much the reason that I wasn't. And so once I sort of worked on that, I realized if I had more money, then I could spend more money on small businesses, which meant that I was helping smaller businesses as opposed to spending all of my money at Kmart and Woolies and all these sorts of places that obviously aren't really helping anyone or helping the economy. I wanted to help people who were like trying to help themselves. I was able to put more money into sustainable products and things that lasted longer. I realized if I had more money, then I was able to give more. And so this started to really shift what money meant to me. Instead of it being bad, because, you know, we sit there and we go, money is the root of all evil. It's not. It's just in the hand of the wrong people. I also want to touch on, you know, how people are like, the reason that you don't have all of these things in your life and the reason that your life is the way that it is is because you're just not manifesting hard enough. And I'm like, just imagine saying that to like a room of refugees. Or like imagine saying that to a room full of people that have like just been bombed. That's such a privileged way to think is to sit there and just assume people aren't fucking thinking hard enough or they're not like wanting hard enough. We really need to look at it at such a bigger picture instead of it just being this very surface level like just write a list and, you know, do it with the moon and say all of this kind of thing. Like, no, I want more money so I can help more people. I want freedom. I want peace. I want all of those things so that I can help others create that as well. It's not just about me having a fucking super yacht, which by the way, I don't want either. Do I want these things because I want them or because I think I want them because I'm living in a world where I've been told I want them and I need them. And that's not to say we don't want nice things. I'm literally looking at my Louis Vuitton bag over there like a fuckwit and I'm sitting here going like, not things, we don't want things. (laughs) But I think there's a balance and I think, you know, it's good for us to be so aware of like, am I taking the piss? You know, am I taking the absolute piss? Does there come a point where it's like, I have more shit than I know what to do with. I have more money than I know what to do with. When I can be using that money to like create a business that hires people and creates a really beautiful safe space for them, that creates a space where I can hire mothers and women leaving DV relationships or people trying to, I don't know, do better. I can help their passions. I can make them feel safe. I can nurture their mental health, all of these different things. It's like, how can I combat capitalism? How can I combat patriarchy? How can I combat all of those things? By using my own passion, my own privilege and the money that I'm able to earn by doing that. Because yes, money does fucking help. 
It's just in the hands of the wrong people. So let's work fucking hard and manifest to get it in the hands of the right people. But the other thing that I think is important and is probably a good place to end on is gratitude and celebration is imperative to manifesting more. Someone once told me once to write the list of all the things that you have in your life, like write your gratitude list. You know, I'm grateful for my kids. I'm grateful for my house. I'm grateful for, you know, achieving this, that and the other thing and write it next to the list of things that you want to manifest more of just so that you remember what you're capable of. Because if you've done it before, you can do it again. I think it's important to feel gratitude. And like, I think celebration is the embodiment of gratitude. Gratitude is great, but celebrating, like fully celebrating yourself, celebrating your life, celebrating your achievements, like get out the champagne, get out the, I don't know, however you celebrate, do that. Because you can't just constantly be thinking about all the things that you want and not be present in what you have because you'll never have enough. You know, we can't always be sitting there going, I'll be happy when, I'll be happy when, I'll be happy when, when I've got that new car, when I've got that new this, when I've got that new bag, when I've got that new job, then I'll be happy. And until then, like I won't be. We need to remind ourselves just how much we already have, how powerful we already are, what we're capable and what we can do so that we can continue to fucking ask for more, achieve more, reach more, help more, all of that kind of thing. Know what you want and want what you have. So there's magic and learning and like so much growing to be had just within the concept of manifestation. I think it's something that it's more about what can you learn from it. Manifestation isn't just writing a list and just crossing your fingers and toes and hoping for the fucking best, hoping that that beamer just lands in your driveway. It's like, what can I learn about myself in all of this? Where am I struggling to receive? Where am I telling myself the wrong story? Where do I need to do some work? Where do I need to see the bigger picture? Where can I see how I can help and benefit? I encourage everyone to go on the journey of manifestation. Because as I said, it's not a list. It's a journey. It's like a real learning. And dive in deep. Think about what you really want. Start off by writing the list of the feelings that you want to feel choose one fucking thing. For me, I remember a few years ago, freedom. I just wanted to feel free. I wanted to feel free in my life. I wanted to feel free in my career. I wanted to feel free in my home. I wanted to feel free financially. And so that was my goal. And then I let spirit sort of take control of the rest. And I just worked fucking hard towards freedom. So think about how you want to feel and manifest that. 